Officers Association of Michigan podcast radio show recorded live in our studios in Redford, Michigan. Home is a full-service labor organization formed to provide every labor-related service from negotiations, grievance processing, legal and legislative representation to Act 312 arbitrations. All right, it's the Police Officers Association of Michigan podcast. We're live in Washington, D.C. It is May the 12th. 2012, and we're at the TuneIn Live. It's the annual Police Week conference that's happening down here, and the Police Officers Association of Michigan always do a great sponsorship. We should have the bagpipers from Detroit that should be coming down not too long this afternoon. Already had a procession that went by with a lot of law enforcement, and uh, the place is already pretty much at capacity. So if you are down in D.C., make sure to stop by. Sitting with me right now is a legislative representative for the POAM in in, uh, Michigan, uh, Denny McGrand. Denny, thanks for... uh, Taking some time out of a beautiful Saturday to stop by and uh, and sit with us today. It's great to be here. It's a wonderful day. So, you know, Denny, I think one of the important parts is to is, is that POM it makes a large effort to try to show a lot of the constituents back in uh, in Michigan exactly what they're doing for them. Uh, you know, as a visual presence, a lot of times, you know, you, you see these stipends come out of the check and everything, and you don't really realize it's not as transparent as what's what what, what what's really being done and how, how they are being protected in, in, in a large sense. And, and one of the big things is, is legislative work that's happening on a, on a federal level and also a state level. So tell us a little bit about what you do for the Police Officer Association of, of Michigan members. Well, thanks a lot. First of all, it's a, it's a real honor to work for uh, Michigan law enforcement and specifically for POAM. Um, the, the, the members, the officers, the leadership of that organization are front and center really engaged and involved in the issues that come before us in Washington. And it makes my job a lot easier because they've got informed leadership that work very, very hard on behalf of police officers. Fundamentally, what we are, we're the face of POAM in Washington. The fact of the matter is in today's economy, in today's environment here in Washington, there's competition for everything. There's continuous issues that come up, questions in front, and it's critical for us to make sure that specifically police officers in Michigan and the people of Michigan are represented fairly and adequately here in Washington, D.C. We are continuously contacted by members from the Michigan congressional delegation, the senators from Michigan, the congresspersons from Michigan, to ask them, ask us what kind of questions on legislation that comes before them as how it might affect Michigan law enforcement and by by, by extension how it's going to affect the citizens of Michigan. So uh, that's that's our job, is to make sure that, that that voice is heard, that that voice is front and center, and that people rep- are represented fairly. Well, let, let's, let's talk a little bit about some of the recent initiatives. Um, that, that we're working on. I know right. there's Urban Security Initiative and uh, a lot of things, I, I guess, specifically for challenges and interest of the local police officers and levels like that. So uh, let's talk a little about some of those that you're working uh, on currently. It's a great, great question. Uh, uh, just within the last year, uh, we had an opportunity because of that, rep- that, that face in, Michigan, in Washington, we were called in when a, a, uh, a program, it's called the Urban... Uwasi, the Urban Security Initiative. It was a post-9-11 security initiative that was designed by the federal government to bring federal resources to bear in local communities across the United States. 
Uh, this money was designed to fight terrorism in recognition that, uh, that, that homeland security begins at home on the streets of our communities and neighborhoods. Um, and last year, uh, we, we found out, we discovered, because of our work in, uh, in Congress, that a group of senators from, uh, from uh, larger states, uh, specifically California and New York, decided that they would like to uh, uh, take some of that money away from Michigan and a couple other states. Where, where did they want to place all that at? They were going to take that, they were going to replace it. They were going to essentially re- reallocate the funds to New York and to, and to, and to California. I, I get that, but we have one of the largest um, international crossings and, and, oh, and, and shipping oh, channels in, 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 in the in the world, pretty Don't much. Don't think that that was not brought forward. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. The point I'm trying to make in this is the fact is matters. When POAM found out about that, we went. It, it was 365 in action right on the spot, contacting the members of the delegation, working with the members of the Michigan delegation that ultimately, over a period of about two months, led to a fight or a vote on the floor where uh, Michigan rounded up support from other states fought this initiative off, and it results in millions of millions of dollars on an annual basis that come back to Michigan to at, at local level to fight for fight terrorism at home. So it supports a number of initiatives in law enforcement, and 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 as you pointed out so so appropriately, you know Michigan's got an international border. Yeah. We've got real issues there, and to say that we don't is ridiculous. And so uh, we we were very very happy about that. And the fact of the matter is though. Frankly, I can tell you, I've been in Washington for over 30 years, and had POAM not been standing guard, if POAM had not been there, that money would have been gone. The money that was coming to Michigan to fight crime would have been sent to New York, to California, and to other states. But because of that effort and because of what POAM had done, we were able to stop that. And, I, you know, that, that alone it means millions and millions of dollars to fight crime in Michigan on an annual basis. It was a very. It was one of a, a terrific success story. Okay, so and that was more on the urban security initiative. Yeah, yeah. It's called UWASI, and it was a post nine eleven initiative. Uh, it's been very, very successful, uh, and in fact, it's so successful that's why, candidly, a couple other states thought that they'd like to take some of that away from us. Uh, and and you know those, the, you know th- that's just it's a reflection of the competition there is in, in in nationally for resources. Everybody is fighting for resources. And the fact of the matter is, everybody should have re- appropriate resources, but it's not fair. To designate or, or to take that money away from a community and, and, and a state that is using it effectively. Yeah, that has the <laughs> sufficient need for it as well. Yeah, exactly. So, what about other funding issues for well, police well, initiatives? Uh, well, there's a host of issues that come up. There's technology grants that come, be, local technology grants. There's the uh, urban cops program that brings actually funds uh, uh, program, uh, positions in law enforcement locally. Uh, there's uh, telecommunications programs that are that provide interoperability and funding. For police communications, I mean, as, as we all learned so uh, uh, tragically on 9/11, and it has happened in many places around the country, is that uh, in times of crisis, major crisis, many times police, fire, and police units, because of their inability to communicate, cannot speak across communities, and so. Yeah. There's been an effort federally to provide funding locally sure. for those programs, and we've and been able to. And that's been really reinforced too during some of these specific instances, like 9/11, as the example we're using, where that you know how crippled and how archaic 
a lot of the communication technologies really are in a lot absolutely, of ways. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and so, you get that down to a granular level in different regions and in counties and, and jurisdictions where, you know, just the computer equipment that they have. In, in, in their patrol cars and stuff. So these are initiatives that we're working for to make Absolutely. sure that funding does flow back to Michigan. Right, exactly. And the fact of the matter is local communities in Michigan and across the country are under tremendous stress right now. Uh, property taxes are being stretched. People just don't have the resources to support a lot of these things. And so when the federal government can come in with a, with a helping hand to be able to provide investments for technology, equipment, communications, those are really positive uh, uh, expressions of support and, and mean a great deal to in, increase the security and the, and the safety of our communities. And those are important parts, too, because as, as our residents of Michigan are going to understand with this, even last this past week, the city of Allen Park, which is a suburb of Detroit, um, they went ahead and were trying to pass a grant for a failed film studio. Or not, not a grant, but a, a millage to oppose the taxes, and it was turned down by the people. Right. So they're, they're, they're experiencing bankruptcy, which in Michigan is, is a a, a, you know, Detroit's bankrupt and going to be taken right. over, you know, by, by the state. Um, and it's happening in a lot of different regions. And so residents are now coming to the polls and saying, you know what, I don't want to pay for all these things. And so when they look at it, it may be a, a deficit that's happening that's providing technology, providing security. They don't understand the components of it until they need it. Right. But they're turning away. Absolutely. All, they don't want to add those to their taxes. They're already taxed to the max. They've right. lost money. Right. So I think that's an important part for the POAM members to, to see is that, you know, the, the outreach that has to happen even on a federal level to make sure that that pipeline of, of funds right. come into us to support us in a number of ways. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look across the, the Michigan congressional delegation, the people that are elected to represent Michigan, you know, they want to hear, when they when they have a question about a, a federal issue, they don't want to hear from some lobbyist or someone that doesn't have any connection to Michigan. Somebody that is in Washington and has never been to, to Detroit or to Grand Rapids or, or to Traverse City or any other part of the state. They want to know, they want to be able to contact somebody that has a direct contact back to Michigan and can tell them how a federal issue is going to impact the people of Michigan. Because that's what they're sent here to do. They're sent here to represent people from Michigan. So they want to know how, if I vote on this issue, what impact will it have on Michigan law enforcement? What uh, impact will it have on the citizens of my state and my communities? Yeah, and I think it's an important part for for our members to understand, too, that these are not one-shot ponies. These are not one-time efforts. This is something that's like... uh, optimal health and weight loss. These are right. ongoing. You have to keep working on them. you got to keep re- re- realigning your efforts. There's going to be... Um there's going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be obstructions that are going to take you off course, and you got to keep realigning and keep working with these guys. And uh, as yeah, everybody absolutely. has an opinion of government, I mean, if anybody knows, you right. know firsthand right. of how all those dynamics work right. very specifically. Yeah, it, it's critical that you're willing to make the investment. If you care about these issues, if you care about law enforcement, if you care about the, 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 the having the appropriate tools to be able to carry out your job, it's very important to recognize you've got to be willing to put in the long haul. You've got to be able to be part of the process. I mean, these people who are elected politicians, they aren't the experts on law enforcement. They don't know, and they don't want to be the experts on law enforcement. They recognize that organizations like POAM are the experts, that the the law enforcement officer, the cop on the street is the expert on those issues. So it's critically important to them that they can contact you and contact POAM and know they're going to get straight answers right and right on the money quickly and consistently. 
Yeah. What about any other challenges and interests that we? Uh, I'm sorry. About? Some other challenges and interests that we talked about. Briefly. Well, certainly one of the big challenges we face is simply um, number one is, is 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 being able to respond quickly to the challenges we face in this sort of very very stressful environment where the United where, where you know where where we have high budget deficits. Uh, there's stress on the economy. Uh, people are out of work. Uh, there are real challenges facing the United States, and uh, it's really very important that uh, we not lose sight of the long haul and, not rec- and, and, and that we forget that, uh, as, as we've often seen, is that when uh, uh, we talk about homeland security, we talk about terrorism, we talk about uh, uh, the crime on the streets, that we've got to be willing to make the investments in law enforcement if we're going to be able to see that. Time and time again, people, when they're polled, the citizens are polled in Michigan and any place across the country, and they're asked, what are some of the priorities? What should government be doing for you? Number one on the list is law enforcement. Police officers are first and front and center in terms of what people want to see from government. Besides that, you know, besides national Not in just the bad times. No, not just in the bad times. People want to know that they're safe in their communities. They're safe from crime. They're safe from, from, from terrorism. And they respect and expect law enforcement to be there. That's an investment. Mm-hmm. And we need to be, as citizens, we need to be willing to make that investment. So that's one. If, for us, one of those challenges is to make sure people don't forget that, that they understand that, and they know that they continuously have to be forcing that. Well, I, one other thing I can just say, too, is that uh, uh, I've had the opportunity to work on behalf of Michigan police officers and POM for a number of years, and it's a real honor for me every day to go in and know that, uh, that I'm working for people who do what they do for the citizens of the state of Michigan. And so uh, for it, it, the people that work with me in my, in my office are, uh, all share that same commitment, and we're very excited to be able to have that opportunity. Yeah, well, I know on behalf of Jim Tiganelli, who's probably somewhere lingering around in the bar here, uh, and the rest of the guys at the, uh, at the home office of the Police Officers Association of Michigan, uh, they're happy that they, we have you on our side over there. Uh, Denny, thanks for stopping down and uh, enjoying the festivities with us today and doing the work that you do. Super. I'll be up in Grand Rapids for the convention, so if anybody's going to be up there, I'd look forward to seeing them. Excellent, excellent. And uh, for any of the guys that didn't get a chance to make it out, I think this is just a reinforcement, too, that uh, you got to get a couple of, of the guys together inside of your office or in, in, in your squad and uh, come down here next year. This is definitely something to see. And uh, the memorial that's happening on the 13th, which is actually Mother's Day, coincidentally, tomorrow night is uh we're going to be there covering that as well. Uh, but this is definitely a trek that you should make because you meet a lot of great guys from around the country and around the world. So, uh, again, Danny, thank you for coming down. This is Police Officer Association of Michigan podcast live down in Washington, D.C. for the annual Police Week 2012. And we want to give a quick shout-out to Ed Jocks, who had some uh, small limitations and was not able to make it down to D.C., but we miss you this year. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to another edition of the POAM podcast radio show. I want to remind you that each and every month you can find every single podcast online on Apple iTunes. Just search for POAM. They're also available for download or for live listen on our website. Visit us at POAM.net. Get on our newsletter and send us all of your comments and suggestions for future shows.